0: Welcome to your Low Carbon Fix, the smart way to keep up to date with what's happening in the building services industry on new green technologies. I'm Roger Ryan, and joining me is Paul Collins, NIC EIC Head of Technical Services, and Danny Putney, NIC EIC Certification and Accreditation Services Manager our special guest is ian ripon chief executive of mcs the body responsible for ensuring that the installer and the consumer both get a fair crack of the whip when it comes to low carbon installations welcome to you all
1: hi roger hi everyone Hi. hi roger
0: recent figures from the mcs installation database reveal that renewable installations by businesses are growing rapidly More than ninety nine thousand in twenty twenty one, and nearly seventy five thousand notified already this year. Paul, what's stimulating this demand in renewables?
2: I think there's a number of things. I think government incentives, energy prices, and and you know people's drive to become greener. Yeah, just
1: echo what Paul Paul said in terms of um, we're hearing from contractors that uh, certainly when it comes to solar, that the demand from consumers is outstrips supply. Uh, it's been a fantastic uptake in the year year so
0: far. Over to you, Danny.
3: I think as as Ian and um, Paul just said, you know, there's so much interest now. The industry's grown steadily. Cost of installations come down. It's actually seventy percent less t- today for an installation than it was in two thousand and ten, which I think really drives it up. And then things like the energy prices, people are being more socially conscious about the environment. And there's many other things that are driving that as well. We've got government strategies for net zero. We've got the um, heat in buildings, which can be supported by um, a solar system to drive the power into it. So there's there's all of these factors come together and just mean a, a fantastic time for solar in the UK and actually across the world.
1: I think, in terms of the uh, what Danny was saying there about the cost of a, a solar PV solar panel installation, I, I suspect those costs could could come down a little more. But actually, when you look at the return on the investment that solar pv represents for your home given the high cost of electricity in fact there was a report published by solar energy uk that talked about the value that solar panels add to to your home at the point you sell it so not only can you make a great return cutting your electricity bills actually they add value to your home
3: you know, this is a product that comes with with at least 20 years of life in it. You're not paying for something that, you know, three years down the line, you've got to pay again. This is this product, this this, uh, installation has life and it's going to give you value for a long time.
0: In the last two years, the scheme has seen installer numbers grow by 20%. What other low carbon measures are represented here?
1: the dominant technologies remain solar PV and heat pumps, but the scheme also includes uh, solar thermal, hot water, uh, solar systems, biomass for those hard to reach uh, installations. Um, we've recently introduced uh, battery, battery storage as well, the installation of, of storage and um, very small numbers, but domestic wind turbines. So
0: they're all covered under the scheme. Coming over to you, Paul, how can our members, NIC, EIC members, how can they get involved with this? How can they get their businesses involved in this?
2: There's a number of things that we do to support businesses to start looking at and getting involved in the renewable sector. We, we have uh, training uh, packages. We have assessment packages for competence of the individual staff. That brings people through to be able to uh, learn the knowledge and uh, skills et cetera, to be able to do the work. We have competent person schemes and also we offer the, the microgeneration certification scheme as well. So, you know, we have a complete support package there to get people into the industry and,
0: and, and work in. OK, um, Danny, when businesses do apply, you know, what can they expect? I mean, how is it really going to get to the, to, the, to the bottom of things? What is really going to help them really?
3: MCS has done some things recently to support businesses coming on board. So they contact the scheme, they can actually get an application support. They can have a visit before a certification body comes up to gear them up for what's needed. The need to have an installation done, um, and we can talk them through what that needs to look like or or, or what that should be. And then when we come out to them, we're really going to have a look that their systems support the quality installation of the renewable technology that they're driving forward. And we're going to have a look that the work that they're doing meets not only the MCS standards, but also building regulations.
0: So what's stopping them coming forward, Ian?
3: I think
1: there's a reluctance because of um, the technology, while proven, is often unfamiliar. So, and actually right now in the UK, contractors of all types and shapes and sizes are busier than they've ever been. We've got more job vacancies in the UK than ever before, and yet more people in employment. So everybody's so busy at the moment, but um, NICIC offer offer the certification solutions and the training that they need as, as we've just talked about as a package. I think that's the answer really, bringing it all together to help a contractor um, step into small scale renewables.
2: I think on top of that as well, there is still a little bit of hesitancy of some contractors that have been in the industry for a number of years when they went through boom and bust sort of scenarios around feeding tariffs. So I you think know, we've moved away from that, the industry is in a much better place than that. So yeah, it's definitely time to start getting back in and looking at what's what's happening out there.
0: There is talk of recession coming. Do you think the building industry is going to be affected by this, uh, Ian? Do you think it's going to have an influence on the renewables? Not to a great extent, if I'm honest,
1: because I think there are enough market pressures now to sustain the growth that we're seeing, or certainly for it to stabilise. As Paul was saying there, in terms of solar... PV, um, the government incentive, the previous government incentive, the feed-in tariff has long gone. And actually, what what is driving demand is people's electricity bills wanting to do the right thing by by the environment. In low carbon heating, we do have a new government incentive called the boiler upgrade scheme, or BUS for short. Now, that is driving some demand. It's the supply issue that's causing the problems versus uh, an impending hopefully
3: not um
0: recession danny
3: i totally support what ian said then but just to add on as well you know these technologies when installed properly and used correctly actually save you money and in a recession people work with their money smarter so if you're investing in something you have got that outlay there's no getting away from the fact anything you purchase there is an outlay but in the long term it's actually a benefit
0: a big one here. Where are renewables heading for the future, Paul? I mean, we're talking about all these things at the moment, but where do you think we're going to go? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big one, and I really don't have a crystal ball, but what we can
2: see at the moment is an increase in demand. The numbers are showing that, the amount of installations are showing that. So, you know, the the, the changes in building regulations, building standards are driving this as well. So, you know, there's massive uh, focus on, you know, using uh, a renewable system for the future. So, for, for me, you know, looking at what we don't know yet is the most exciting part, what technology is being developed in, you know, by some of these companies that are actually, uh, you know, selling solar PV systems now. I think they're going to get more efficient. Yeah, just to add to that, I think
1: we're, we're seeing um, the rise of the integrated home. So these technologies working in tandem with each other. Um, so solar PV and batteries and heat pumps and EV charging, you know, the, the the future home will be a renewable home and it'll have these technologies that are uh, combine and work efficiently together with a time of use tariffs uh, and things like that to optimize their use for, for everybody's home.
2: I'll just to say so to support what Ian was saying, there's a lot of uh, um, you know, talk on social media. I drive an electric vehicle myself and I'm a member of various forums and the catalyst generally for solar PV and battery storage is the electric vehicle. I've bought the car brilliant, I want to charge the car. Okay, energy prices have gone up. So now what I'm doing is actually looking at solar PV systems with battery storage, or a retrofit battery storage for an existing system to be able to charge the car during the day for free. It's fascinating to watch what's going on.
0: When do you think or will we ever get a stable marketplace without government incentives? Can we, can we reach those dizzy highs? I hope so
2: i certainly hope so and we're, and we're seeing you know numbers increasing now without much of government incentive in place so yeah i, th- I think it will become the norm in the future 100
3: you know i think we're seeing it with pv the, the, there are government incentives out there for some of the other technologies but people are opting as a there's a huge draft of, of social conscience that's coming through with renewables is being pushed by legislation and, and, and government strategy um and not just uk government strategy this is a world move away from fossil fuels and, and into renewable or micro generation technologies
0: ian
1: i think the low carbon heat market is probably 10 years behind solar pv and needs some government uh, stimulus so hence the boiler upgrade scheme but we're also going to see um Next year, the government will be consulting on the future home standards. So what renewable energy technologies will be in our homes that we're buying brand new homes and heat pumps is the, is the proven technology. We expect to see uh, more heat pumps in, in new build. Um, but there will come a time where, um, you know, maybe 10, 20 years' time, um, our children will be surprised that we burnt gas and oil to heat anything at all and would we'll be surprised that we did that. Um, and actually, we're using low, low carbon technology and low carbon fuels.
2: I think that's
3: absolutely it. It's a bit like when you tell your kids now, we never had mobile phones when I was little. <laughs> They'll be going, What? You had a gas boiler? Why? <laughs>
1: that's right that's definitely sort of um, socially unacceptable as well that you know that you're burning you're burning something to heat your homes I mean we're laughing about it but I actually think that will be the case and it'll be shocking really to to think that we we did that we were heating water to so high a temperature we then put cold water in it to use it you know I think those I think those days uh hopefully uh, we're we're seeing a turning point now in the market
2: We'll also need with that a culture change. You know, at the moment, it's very easy to turn the boiler on. that heats the house up, it heats the water up. We, we've got to think differently. We've got to act differently. It's not just a case of, you know, time. You know, as, as a country, as a world, we've got to, we've got to think differently around this.
1: Yeah, I'd agree. I think we need a different relationship with energy. Frankly, we've taken it for granted for too long. We've not really thought about the carbon, the measure of carbon that's being used. We think we think about the costs, and of course, gas has been historically very cheap, and so uh, an inefficient gas boiler might cost you a bit more. But now it's you know quite. <laughs> now it's quite on people's minds isn't it so um, i think what we what we expect to see from the government is a switching of the environmental levy so the fossil the fossil fuel element gas will attract more of the environmental levy um, and electricity will will see less and so there'll be sort of a a different way of taxing energy in the future that's drives sort of the electrification of (music) heat
0: As always, finally, Danny, where can installers get more information about MCS and other low-carbon matters?
3: MCSCertified.com has all the information you might need to know about the scheme and the technologies. And actually, on MCSCertified.com, if you go to their Contact Us page, you can sign up to a newsletter, which will give you timely updates when there's ever there's changes or there's interesting articles within that industry niceic.com will provide you with information on how to join us the training courses that we're offering and we do news and updates and then obviously there's the low carbon fix so sign up to the next one and we'll tell you the next changes right here
0: paul danny and ian thank you very much